0: Tailblazers is a new name, an Instagram follower suggested we call our listeners, and I just love it. I hope you like it too. It's a play on the word trailblazer, which means pioneer or innovator. And that's what we think you all are kids who take risks, kids who are brave and kind, and kids who persist. Anyway, it's me, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. Before we get started, I'd like to send a special shout out to Freya and her family. If you'd like to hear your name at the top of the next episode, you and your grown-up can head to patreon.com/girltales and make a donation today. You'll not only hear your name at the top of the next episode, you'll also get access to all sorts of things like Girl Tales coloring pages, stickers, A download of our theme song and soon-to-be exclusive episodes where kids like you interview the playwrights who write our tales. So if you've had a lot of questions about maybe the literate mermaid or the princess musicians of Maple Street, you can have all of those questions answered by listening to the interviews on Patreon. Speaking of playwrights, Lady Dane Figueroa Adidi wrote a new tale for you called The Quest of the Reed Marsh Daughter. To create this tale for you, Lady Dane was inspired by all sorts of fairy tales and some very special goddesses and women from all over the world and throughout time. They include the goddess Inanna from ancient Mesopotamia, Baba Yaga from Slavic fairy tales, La Llorona, from a Latin American fairy tale, Hecate, an ancient Greek goddess, Isis, Osiris, Set, and Horus, from ancient Egypt, and Oshun, who is both a Nigerian and Latin American goddess. Now, sit back and enjoy The Quest of the Reed Marsh Daughter by Lady Dane Figueroa Aditi. If you take my hand, I'll show you
2: We find ourselves in an ancient temple there at a time when time had no true sense of being when all things were possible and the sacred was born the word of god we hear music there in the space between words the sound of african drums and chant my eyes water at its beauty girl appears, dancing. (laughs) Draped in (laughs) sacred robes, rainbow-hued, beautiful and sparkling. She dances for the generations who have come before, and the generations yet to come. She gathers the Milky Way into her being and dresses her hair with crown of sun and moon. She is beautiful A young goddess cradled in the shimmering of her dance. She is a star born from the laughter of God. The sound of the drums reach deep into her eardrums and sing us all into joy. This girl is born, born of wonders, born in defiance, born of love. She is Anana's daughter, indeed, arms with universal blessing, this Girl dances for our life Isha Collebage
3: Isha Colebage
2: And then as suddenly as her dance begins. Suddenly, as worlds are born from the touch of her feet, she falls, falls to earth, a star shooting between worlds to land in the womb of a divine mother. Perhaps it would take a lifetime to find her back to herself, but of this we are not sure. Let us now open our time and read the hours, to watch just what the heroes of our tale will do, to find a name in a world that wishes her to remain nameless. We find ourselves now in a small village, somewhere in a faraway kingdom. Mother is sewing, readying a garment for an upcoming festival in the City of Temples. Daughter rushes in. Hi, Ma. Where have you been,
4: girl? Everyone has been hounding me all day for their gowns. And the temple festival is next week. And you know the High priestess enjoys having her garments at least three days in advance, honey. And the festival is deeply important. I know,
3: Ma. I know. I am sorry, Mama.
4: You've been late every day for the past month, and I thought you would eventually learn how to be better at time
2: management. Mother lifts up the garments of the temple away from daughter. She folds them neatly. Daughter begins to cry quietly. Mother then sees the bruises on daughter's arms.
4: Where did those bruises on your arms come from? Nothing, Mom. It don't
3: look like nothing. The kids at school... They keep picking on you. They misgendered me and pushed me. And what about your teachers? They don't do anything. What? Do you think they hate me too? No, child.
4: (sighs) Let us go to Grandmother's house. She lives in the city of Temples, and I will deal with your teachers soon enough. (laughs)
2: The two embraced that night, mother thinking about how to protect her child, feeling powerless and full of dread, prays to the goddess, hoping the answer will come to light. I know you
4: gave my daughter to me as a gift, and it has not always been easy protecting her. I don't know what more to do but to call on you for help. How do you get a world to love your child when all they've been taught is to hate
2: her? She prays. A light illuminates the path. As the morning comes, the dresses are complete and packed away. Mother is ready for travel. Where are you going, Mother? Where are we going? Mother smiles.
4: We're going to the city of temples to visit the goddess
3: Inanna. But goddess Inanna?
4: Yes, my child. We will seek the blessing of a name from the goddess for you, daughter. Specifically, for you. Now eat, then get dressed. The journey is not always easy, but together, I am certain
2: we can make it. So, mother and daughter dress in their traveling clothes and set out from their small village towards the city. The only way there, however, at this season, is through the woods. And so into the woods they go. Mother carries her staff, one for support if need be, and two, just in case she needs to defend her child. As the day sets, the path diverges into two. The path should be marked, but for some reason it has not been made yet. As they walk, they hear the sound of someone calling.
3: Doggy! Doggy! Greetings, ma'am. Come no closer. We mean you no harm. We are on our way to the city of temples.
2: I have just come from the city. I was on my way to the village to see my family, but my doggy ran off. Will you help me save him? We don't have time.
4: Nightfall will be here soon. And if we do not make it to the next village, we could be harmed. Please, journey with us and we will return in the morning.
2: No, I cannot. Doggy is a special dog, and without him, I won't be able to see. Then forgive us, but we will send
4: someone back to help.
3: Mother, please! It won't take too long. This old
4: woman can be an old witch. Sent to Loris in a trap. Have you never heard the
3: story of Hansel and Gretel? Mom, not all witches are bad. You taught me that. In fact, you taught me most witches are good. Also, if we help her now... Perhaps she can tell us all about the city. But the gowns. Mother, please.
4: Fine. Ma'am, we will help you.
3: Oh, thank you.
2: Stay here, and we shall bring you your dog back. So, mother and daughter take out a piece of fabric, ties it to a pole, and begins to walk, calling out sweetly to doggy.
3: Doggy! 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 Oh, doggy!
2: They finally hear the sound of a doggy barking. Doggy! As they get close, they look into a small hole to see a black dog crying to be freed. How will we get down there? Mother thinks as she taps her staff. The sound invokes an idea. The staff! You can lower me down, and then you can grab the dog, and then I will pull both of you back up. So mother and daughter go to their task. Down daughter goes, scooping doggy into her arms, and then up they take the mischievous dog, following the fabric back to its source. They find the old woman sitting there. Doggy rushes from daughter's arms into the old woman. Oh, thank you, child! Here is payment for what you have done. And the old woman takes out a small cauldron. No, we don't need anything. But the old woman places the cauldron into daughter's hands. And with a wink and a wizened cackle, (laughs) disappears. Witches always know how to make an exit. Mother cast the bones to see if the cauldron is hexed. It's safe. We can keep
4: it. We can keep it. Put it in your bag and let's go. Nightfall
2: is almost upon us. As they journey, they reach another small village. One not as dazzling as the place where they come from, but one that feels warm all the same. They go to an inn and stay for the night, finally getting themselves to sleep. But as dreams begin to dance, they hear the sounds of shouts and see the dancing of flames. No! Please! I didn't do anything wrong! They hear the voice of a woman scream. As mother and daughter wake, they stare out the window to see a woman being bullied by the crowd. Mother clutches daughter in her arms. Mother, why are they doing that?
3: I don't know, but we can't help. But we have to. They could hurt her. You are not a girl. You are a boy. Take
1: off that dress. The crowd reaches a fevered hitch.
3: Mom, we have to help her. She's like me. She's
2: of the reed. Marge. Her daughter, with a wild strength, breaks loose from Mother's arms and runs into the crowd.
3: Leave her alone. Do you know women like her saved the goddess Inanna? Shut up, or we will burn you at the stake too, kid. You will sacrifice a child to your hate. Have you forgotten the old stories? Have you forgotten your humanity? I said shut up, kid.
2: No! The leader of the crowd goes to strike Daughter. And mother, with a swift move of her staff, sweeps the feet of the leader of the crowd, causing him to fall. And then she strikes him in the chest, causing him to lose his breath. Oh, let the girl go.
4: And dare not threaten my child again, or I will kick all
2: of your. Mama! Mama. Don't cuss, but. The crowd doesn't listen and rushes to mother with fierce determination. She spins and strikes one in the chest, swinging her staff above her head, hitting them in the temples. Mother flips and kicks two in the shins, then knocks them out with her staff. When she is done, the women of the village come out and clap. Thank you for
1: protecting my daughter. Those goons have terrorized her enough. We will make them pay
2: for what they do. Thank you for saving me. The maiden looks down at daughter and smiles. She takes off a brooch that shimmers like sun and hands it to daughter. You will grow to be a beautiful queen one day and offer your mother many sweet things. I too go to the temple to receive a name. Wait, we never told you. The maiden weeps. But Mother doesn't catch it. The village elder takes the maiden and the two journey into their home. Mother throws the bones around the roach and finds it is not bad. So, she allows daughter to keep it. In the morning, the innkeeper gives her money back, then thanks them for saving his friend. Mother and daughter set out and their journey seems inconveniently easy. They stop in the middle of a clearing and sit on a bench to eat. Tell me about father again. Mother's eyes begin to water. Not often does her daughter ask her about her husband. But whenever she does, mother still finds herself nearly in tears. Why do you want to hear that story again? because I like the way
3: you tell it. Daughter. Mother, please.
4: When I was a younger woman... Mom, you're not old. I know. That's why I said younger. (laughs) (laughs) I was once a queen with a city state of my own. Your father was a great king. He was almost as beautiful as I. But your uncle, his brother was jealous and coveted me because he wanted the throne. And he tricked my husband at a party. He dared him to get into a box. I told your father not to, but he could not be seen as backing down from a challenge. Your uncle cut my husband into pieces and scattered them across the land. No! No! I screamed as he locked me up in a tower. Please let me out. I screamed, determined not to lose my voice. It was the goddesses who came to save me. And with my own powers, I transformed into a vulture and flew, spread my wings across the universe. And I gathered the remnants of your father, and with my great magic put him back together, and through our union we bore you. But he had to go, wanted us to go with him. But where he had to rule, I dare not follow, not yet. And I, pregnant, fled from your uncle until I came here, to this tiny village, and gave birth to you, my child. Your uncle has tried to follow me. He has tried to get me. But I was given
3: asylum in the village. I thought we would be safe there. When I get the blessing of the goddess, I will restore you to your throne, mommy.
2: Ah, oh, my daughter. Mother smiles knowingly. The two embrace just as the skies open and a storm dances her way into being The two race into a cave as the waters spin from the sky. But strangely, as soon as it begins, it seems it ends. Suddenly, Daughter screams as large hands reach out to grab her. Mother! Mother is not quick enough, but rushes into the darkness, trying to make her way around. And without second thought, she finds herself falling. She feels a magic within herself, calling light into being, and causes the wind to come to life around her. She stares down to see she almost hit the bottom of a huge hole. The wind around her begins to carry her up to the leg. She walks through the cave, hearing her daughter's cries and finds her way to a treasure trove filled with jewels and fabrics from all over the world. She looks up to see her daughter is in a cage that dangles from the ceiling. She's about to cry out when mother places a finger to her lips. An enormous cyclops appears. You trespass in my cave?
4: Let my daughter go. We were seeking asylum from the storm. The storm has stopped. We will leave and never return here again.
2: No! The cyclops screams. Let
4: my child go. You cannot keep us separated. No! Do you think it's right to put children in cages?
3: You trespassed.
4: This cave has been here long before you, and it will be here long after. And from the looks of it, you have stolen this cave from those who have lived here before you.
2: The Cyclops, furious, screams and rushes to attack Mother. The woman dives out of the way. Reaching out with her magic, she calls down a lightning bolt which zaps the rope holding up the cage. It falls on top of the cyclops' head, knocking him out. (laughs) daughter screams as the cage continues to fall. But Mother snaps her fingers and teleports daughter to her.
3: Wow, Mom. You could always do all of that? It's black girl magic, dear. Why did you keep it hidden for so long?
2: And Mother doesn't respond. She doesn't know. Or at least she doesn't wish to say. Ooh. Two rush from the cave and find themselves at the river, which rushes by furiously.
3: How are we going to get across? Can't you do some of your magic? How do we ask the gods to help us? We
4: sing. Yes, we sing. Now, as I taught you, let us sing to Oshun. Only. (laughs) Yea, only me,
2: and they continue to sing and the river parts as they walk through the parted river they continue to sing when they reach the other side they watch the cyclops rush after them but the river swallows them up the sound of laughter can be heard
4: (laughs) thank you auntie I promise I will bring you back some honey when I
2: return. Mother and daughter journey forth now on the other side of the river, traveling through more of the forest. Birds sing, calling down the night which comes sooner than either had planned. There should be another village around here. Daughter takes a moment to rest as Mother grabs a map and begins to sigh, unable to understand what is going on. They hear the sound of another river close by, and Mother decides to go there. The two journey, and in the place between where the earth and the water meet is a beautiful patch of black earth. Reeds, growing from it and stretching toward the sky. Mommy. They are beautiful. Yes, they are. As mother balances the map in one hand and holds daughters with the other, the two begin to hear weeping and eerie glow appears. Stay behind me. Daughter gets behind mother as they begin to approach the glow. They can see a woman, her hands covered in tears trying to dig up some of the marsh. Where are my children? She turns to them. She is beautiful. And yet her cheeks are stained with salt from all of her wailing.
4: Where did you see your children last?
2: So long. Daughter gasps. The weeping woman sees her and suddenly appears behind her. My daughter. Weeping woman grabs hold of daughter.
4: She is not your daughter. My daughter. She is mine. No. She is my daughter. born of the reed marsh, she is mine. No. You are a spirit that haunts the river. She is my child. Mine. Let her
2: go. Mommy. Mine. No. Please. Mother places down her staff, holds out her hands, tears in her eyes.
4: (laughs) She is my child. I formed her with my magic from my hopes, my dreams, my tears. She is my perfect child, my beautiful child, born of two worlds, born of the reed marsh. She has ancient magic in her, goddess magic. From the first of time, please let her go.
2: The weeping woman stares at mother's tears and lets daughter go. Mother and daughter embrace. The weeping woman wails as she begins to walk back and forth. Wait, I can help you. Me too. Mother and daughter both dig their hands into the marsh and begin to craft two beings from within it. Mother breathes life into them and they come alive, running into the weeping woman. My children! As the new family embraces, they begin to fade, leaving behind a sword. Mother divines... He finds out the sword is full of good blessings. Daughter picks it up and places it in her bag. The two continue to walk, coming to a city, but not the one they need. There, There are spiraling towers that reach to the sky, shimmering like crystals. This is the city of night. We should be careful. As they walk through the streets, there are bustles of people speaking loudly, filling the air with vacuous chatter.
1: Come here. Look at these trinkets from every kingdom ever seen. Do not
4: look. Do not speak back. Just continue to walk. There was no way around just through. Let me handle anything bad.
1: I have bubbles and trinkets and what's-its galore. <laughs> Mommy!
4: Look! That merchant has It is an illusion. They will offer you the sun, offer you joy, but none of it is true. What is real, true, and certain is inside of you. But I have moon, sun, potions from Akribar,
1: and bombs from Sumer. Keep walking. And I have the light. The light of God.
3: Mama! The light of God. If I could have that. You are
4: already the light of God. You don't need that man to sell it to you. But keep walking. We're almost there.
2: Stop! <gasps> Mother scoops daughter into her arms. The two begin to run, down a street, around a corner, the sound of the city invading her senses. Mother, out of breath, rushes to exit but finds herself surrounded. Mother places daughter down.
3: Go! Keep running. I am not
4: leaving you. Don't be stupid. You can take me as long as you release my child. Please. You both come. No. The patriarch
1: of the night requests the pleasure of your company. No. You have no
4: choice. To take away someone's choice is evil. Mommy. Come to me,
2: baby. Stay with me. Mommy will work this out. This will work out. The guards walk mother and daughter to Patriarch's mansion. Handmaidens scrub them and force them to wear the clothes the Patriarch wants. Then they are forced into the throne room, face down to salute a man none of them were born to worship. The trumpets blare. And the patriarch of the night, decked in dazzling robes of silver and an ivory crown, approaches and sits on his throne.
1: Rise! (laughs) Sister in law? Sister in law? Is this my nephew?
4: This is your niece. I determine what it is. She is not an it. She is a beautiful child, born of the love between myself and your brother. Your jealousy and your evil wanted to kill us, but I won't let you. Oh, really? Patriarchy has no place in a free world.
1: And what can you do about it, sister-in-law? Your magic won't work here. I told you to make your child conform and yet, you decided to let it choose
4: its own way. My child chose life. What you wished for my baby was death. And all because you wanted a throne that was only
3: mine to give. Silence! Don't be mean to my mommy.
1: I will be more than mean to her. I will end her. As I will end you. <laughs> And no one will remember your names. And only my legacy will remain. No! guards, Throw them in jail. And get them ready for... We
3: won't go. <laughs> Don't say anything. I will deal with it. Mommy, you said your magic doesn't work here. He said that, not me. For a
4: long time, I lived in fear of you. I ran from this place. I gave you nearly everything. And still, it wasn't enough for you. You are a greedy bully. And I thought perhaps I could live a quiet life with my child. But your reach is far, and you won't let us rest.
1: And if your husband couldn't find a way to stop me, how will you?
2: (laughs) You'll know soon enough. And with that, Mother claps her hands. Then she and daughter are transported to the room with their things. They gather them, and Mother pulls out the cauldron given by the old woman. She flings it from the window and it becomes big enough to fit them in their stuff.
4: Oh, cool! Thank. The goddess for the crone. Mother and daughter
2: run to the cauldron as guards burst into the room and with laughter on their lips and victory in their smiles, they fly. The cauldron flies them through the night, leaving that city in its (laughs) tracks. Flies to the city of temples. The cauldron drops them off in strength. Daughter places it in her bag. The gates of the city of temples is beautiful. It shimmers like stars, a city made of splendor. Mother, a little embarrassed by her clothes, they are now dirty and worn from her trials, reluctantly steps into the city. Music from around the universe can be heard ringing out into the streets. Streets that appear to be paved of gold flying in their air are are, are, are winged beings who themselves appear to be made from daughter's dreams. Every door to the temples are open. The music sings. As they walk, they find themselves at a temple that is shaped like a beehive. It towers towards the sky. Oh, Wow. Mother takes daughter's hands, and they enter. Down a long stretch of columns is an altar where rests a statue of an otherworldly woman. Mommy, that's you. Goddess, you have returned. Goddess?
3: Mm, Yeah.
4: I've brought the ceremonial garbs.
2: You've been away too long, daughter. Wait. Wait. Grandma is Hello, granddaughter.
3: Uh, Inanna is my grandma?
2: Inanna laughs, <laughs> as she embraces her granddaughter. <laughs> Does that make me a goddess too? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know when I was a young girl, Inky, one of my fathers, I had three created intersex and trans people to save me from the underworld. They had these amazing powers to go into the underworld and bring us back without, well, you know. I called them the Reed Marsh. Then when I was a little older, I saw some bullies picking on two of them, and I saved them. Gave them a holy place in our world and a sacred place in my temple. That happened to us. Minus
3: the giving them holy vocation part.
2: I know. Anana winks, and a recognition dawns on daughter. You. You were the old woman. And the maiden, and the weeping woman. Why, Mother? Because you need to find your strength again. To name not only yourself, But your child, every trial was a a ritual. Your brother-in-law was never meant to rule the city of night. Will you take it back? Will you take back your name?
4: Mother, why would you do this? Why would you walk here when you could fly? I had a daughter to protect, my legacy.
2: Who told you you had no power? Was it fear? Was it capitalism? Was it that idea? You you couldn't do anything without a man. What was it?
4: Oh, Mother, you can judge me all you like, but look around. Sumer has fallen. In so many cultures, in so many ways, the goddess is lost to history. Who will lament for our ways when the patriarch has stolen everything away? I do. Oh, stop. You're
2: a child. What do you know of being erased? And daughter shows her bruises to her mother. And mother covers her mouth as tears come to her eyes.
4: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: Do you think they teach about the Reed Martian schools? Do you think they haven't tried to erase every legend and history of people like her? The patriarch tried to end us all.
4: I don't know if I'm strong enough.
2: You are not forgotten, my child. You must reclaim your name and allow your daughter to choose her own.
3: Mother, please reclaim your name. But... One of the best ways to protect me is to empower yourself.
2: I am... I am Eve. And as Mother says her name, the heavens part and light begins to beam on the city of night and the patriarch roars as he transforms into a creature with three dragon heads. And he takes to the sky and begins to fly to the city of temples. Mother grabs the cauldron and it grows to a bowl. Anana fills it with water and the two wash daughter's head. We wash your hair in the name of the Divine Mother. Then, Anana takes the brooch and places it on Daughter, and a beautiful gown appears around her. Oh, wow.
4: With this brooch, we dress you in the ceremonial robes of your mother.
2: As the three-headed dragon looms closer, Anana takes the sword. Daughter bows. And with this sword, I dub you the Protector of Heaven. The daughter of stars. What is your name? Ashushanamir. As daughter states her name, she flies into the air and holds her sword high. And with the light of the heavens, the patriarch is swept away by her sunlight. <laughs> the city of night becomes even more splendid as the throne sings in praise of mother. Now with the patriarch destroyed and mother and daughter restored, they began to help all the trans children of the world when called upon. It was mother's great love and determination to keep her child safe that allowed them to travel to their destiny. It was her allowance of of allowing Ashushanamir to be who she was that allowed for that to happen. That allowed for this Beautiful end. As this storybook closes, we leave the temple now and wish that you remember children often know things we do not. Listen to our children, love our children, and allow them to be just who they say they are. Thank you. <laughs>
0: If you take my hand I'll show you Was The Quest of the Reed Marsh Daughter by Lady Dane Figueroa Adidi. Starring Lady Dane Figueroa Adidi herself, Drea St. Clair, Rama Orleans Lindsay, and Ashton Muniz. Directed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Sound design by Chad Shanai, and our theme song by Eli Denby Wood remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have any questions or suggestions, you can follow us on Instagram at girltales or on facebook.com slash girltales or email me. My email address is Rebecca at girltalespodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening, Tailblazers. I believe in you.